From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland edition for the week of January 3rd, 2013. Yay. I'm, your, I'm your host, Happy Tom. Happy New Year. I'm oh, sure. oh, come on. Let me we get did. through this. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, as they are, Nancy Johnson, <laughs> Mary Jo Mulatto-Willie, and Tony Spatel. Wayne will be back with us in a couple weeks. In this week's show, Nancy has her first segment in our Southern California 101 series, and Wayne and I chat with Jennifer Blazy, senior publicist for Knott's Berry Farm. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Disboard start of the week. On this edition of the Diz Unplugged, as they were saying, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to our first show of the new year. Yeah. And so welcome to everybody I... that survived the end of the world. Yes. Yeah, the that's last right. Time. We all made it. Happy New Year to the Mayans. We're still not sure about Wayne, because Wayne's yeah, not with us Wayne. today. So. I, I think he had, some, I think he had a little Mayan yeah. in him. Um, that <laughs> Uh, let's see, I uh, want to make sure that everyone knows that we are now posting shows every week. Yay! Yay! And it may Yay. kill us, but we're still going to do it. Um, <laughs> anybody else have any housekeeping real quick? Uh, Mary Jo, um, I think you had one, right? Yeah, I had a, a couple real quick ones. I, okay. We, um, before the holidays, we had um, talked about the new things that, 2012 had seen at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah, and I'm sure and we, we missed, missed some, huh? one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we missed more than one, but yeah. <laughs> well, um, one of our listeners emailed, and I don't want to say the email address, and I don't know who that person is, if she's a Dizzer or he a Dizzer, but we didn't mention the Voices of Liberty, and I think that that's such a, a wonderful show at the um, it, is it's, Opera it's House. It's gone now, right? No. Is this still going? It's still yep. going. At least it was last time that I was at Disneyland. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. it's there's, it's still going. So uh, if people haven't seen them, oh my gosh, go listen to them. You're, some of those singers played at the Candlelight Processional or performed mm. nice. at the Candlelight Processional. They've got beautiful voices, and if anyone's an American, they should go see that. Wow! Wow! Dang. wow. <laughs> it's and you, and you if you're a non-American, you should go see it too. Exactly. To, to, to learn to about us, America. All nations. All nations. <laughs> but mostly America. Enjoy voices of liberty. That's true. That's true. All Just for the, especially the, for America. Jeez. <laughs> oh, We're getting letters. Sam the Eagle. That's from a show. Yes, thank you. I was yeah. like, I've heard that line. Yeah. Where are you taking that line from? from yeah, Sam from the Eagle, you're right. Mostly America. Muppet Vision. Oh, you're slow tonight, Tony. Yeah. Poor okay. okay. <laughs> no, I just couldn't remember off the top of my head. Sorry. That's okay. It went over my head. But in editing, Tom... And Everything editing, goes Tom over your make, head. It's fine. I'm just, <laughs> I'll, I'll make you sound perfect in editing. Yeah, and in editing, I'm going to say it before you say it, so then you sound like you're not listening. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Tom can do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're asking for a lot. He's got the power. Did you have one more, Mary Jo? I did have another one. Okay. I had um, mentioned also back in December that we were going to go to the holiday sing-along with the L.A. Philharmonic at the Walt Disney Concert Hall in downtown L.A. And we did go, and it wasn't with the L.A. Philharmonic. It was with the L.A. Chorale. 
and it false was false advertising. I, that's what I I had expected a little bit something a little bit different, but we actually really enjoyed it. We were up in the balcony, first row, and Julie Andrews was there, and they really got the it's, again. It's a sing along, and my son kind of dinged me on it because I had an extra ticket and I asked him if he wanted to go and he said sure as soon as he heard it was at the Walt Disney Concert Hall and as we were driving I told him I said oh by the way Nick it's holiday music and he went oh well okay and I said oh yeah and, oh by the way we we sing too and so and so yeah, I told him that after he was in the car on, on our way but we really enjoyed the show Julie Andrews as always just a, a fantastic presence um, I was a little sad. Her voice is, of course, since she had the yeah. surgery, it's um, not there. But just to be there, she has a new book of poems out. So mm-hmm. she was reciting her poems um, at the concert in between songs. And when we sang um, 12 Days of Christmas, she was she sang the part of In a Partridge in a Pear Tree. So that was it was a fun event, um, relatively affordable, I thought. And in downtown LA, so if I would uh, rec- recommend people listen. I'm um, pay attention to the Walt Disney Con- Concert Hall itinerary for opportunities to go listen to different performances there. Excellent. Um, one housekeeping from last show: I talked about the Disney Gallery was was closed and was putting in and was rearranging their exhibit. Well, they reopened a with a new exhibit. Um, some of the same pieces. Like the the, the the Paris Castle is there, but it's now called Realms of Fantasyland. So in the back room, it's all about Fantasyland, and then of course the middle room is about has pieces for New Fantasyland. So go ahead and check that out at the Disney Gallery on Main Street. Um, other thing, I am at what's today the third. I am at Disneyland this today, talking <laughs> with. What? I could be. Um, you are. And doing Aaron some, is doing, expecting you. So doing, yeah. doing some promotional videos for Three Kings Day. So hopefully those will go up, um, if not today, tomorrow. So take a look for those. Those are always kind of fun. Also, on those videos, I may have some information about limited time magic, I'm hoping. So keep an eye out for that. Right. Um, if you are interested in going in on Diz Cruise 1.0 or interested in information when it comes out for Podcast Cruise 5.0, be sure to give an email over to Tracy H, uh, T-R-A-C-E, T-R-A-C-E-Y-H, at Dreams Unlimited Travel for information about that. Anybody else have housekeeping? Well, you know, I got to have some fun this past weekend. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, and in fact, if you go to the blog, www.disunplugged.blog, um, we were invited to... Never mind, go ahead, sorry. In fact, if you go over to the blog, www.disunplugged.com, you can actually see in horrendous detail. (laughs) Horrendous? I think think that there are like 42 photos in that blog. See, but I like detail, Nancy, and those are really good (laughs) pictures we took. And uh, I basically got to, um, we were invited to come and hang out and see Disney's um, Rose Parade entry and see the float in progress and it is a it is a cute little float nice it's not little not at all it's about the the size of two full size floats put wow. together um but it is radiator springs from front to back very nice 
and lots of fun things. I think there's like 42 points of animation. They're going to have... Well, by this time the show goes up, they'll have seen it, so... Well, yeah. And, well, you know, if you want to, if you TVR'd if you want, if, it and didn't If you want to reminisce about it, go yeah, check out Nancy's blog. Yeah, if you want to about it, it was quite the entry. Um, so, I How much of, of it fun. do they still have to do, Nancy? At the time that you saw it, how much more do At they the still need to do? At the time that I saw it, well, to They decided to do all the fresh flowers, right? This is, yeah, this is Sunday night. Um, they hadn't punched the surface for the rose vials yet. And they still had to petal. Lightning McQueen, get his carnations on him. Um, but a lot of the dry material, they still had a chunk to do, but not bad. I mean, it really was coming along very nicely. So as of this very moment when I am speaking, they are probably struggling to get all of those rose vials in, because this is the night for the rose vials. They've already had two judging sessions, and they'll have another judging session tomorrow morning, and all of those parades had to be on the uh, starting line at noon, or midnight. So, is so there we go. going this year, or finding on the... Not us this time, unfortunately, but... I, I tell you, we need to do it next year. Yeah. You know what? We could have a dis meet next year. Oh or the my year gosh! After. I love that idea. Okay, Nancy, you said it. You plan it. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> so it won't be this coming year. <laughs> twenty four years. New Year twenty fourteen. New Year's twenty fourteen. We'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. All right. Um, you got to come down for that. Oh yes, ma'am. <laughs> One more yeah. housekeeping. Nothing I like sleeping like a homeless person on the streets of Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the streets of Pasadena after that parade is over? Once that parade is over, about 11 o'clock or so, it looks like a freaking post-apocalyptic ghost. Nice. Kind of like uh, Times Square. Yeah, after, piles of yeah. trash and, and things drifting and blowing in the wind. Yeah, it's... It, that's it struck me as being very post apocalyptic. Major, major cleanup. Ooh, the rose on Isle, Colorado. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um another housekeeping. I've created a bigger nuts berry farm page on the Diz. I will put a link in our show notes for you to check that out, but I've expanded all the Knott's Berry Farm information since we've been talking a lot about knots lately and since we're talking to Someone from Knots this week. I've expanded all the information, so I'll put a note, uh, link in the show notes so you can check that out. Also, don't forget about Chat Night every Wednesday night at 9 Pacific. And if you want to email us or send us feedback, that's dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. I choked on that. Or you can go to our show notes page, and there's a form there that will get the same information to us. And if we are done with housekeeping, let's head over to Tony with the news. Anaheim recently named a new convention bureau chief. A 24-year convention and tourism expert from Texas was named as president of the Anaheim Visitor and Convention Bureau. J.E. Burris succeeded Charles Ehlers, who is retiring after 20 years of the bureau. Burris, an Oklahoma native, has served as president and chief executive of Experience Arlington, the convention and visitors bureau in Arlington, Texas, for four years. He headed Arlington's convention and visitor operations when the city hosted the NBA All-Star Game. Crap, i got to read Roman numerals on the fly. Um, Super Bowl, which was the one in, in 2011? What is that? XLV. Help me out, guys. Something, 
It's a V. What are we at? 45? Uh, 40, 45, 45. Okay, let me, I'm going to start all over again. No, don't okay. start all over again. Forget it. Oh, whatever. No, because no, we, no, have, no, we no, have from that prove that... I mean, from that sentence. No, Your school system did not have the oh, no, I don't want people to know I teach read you no. Roman numerals. Hey. It's just like they, how they don't teach timetables anymore. <laughs> they do. It's like metrics. Okay. He headed Arlington's convention and visitor operations when the city hosted the NBA All-Star Game, Super Bowl 45 in 2011, two World Series, and the move of the AT&T Cotton Bowl to Cowboy Stadium. Burris also established the Arlington Cultural Tourism Council. From 1988 to 2008, Burris held a series of positions at the Dallas Convention and Visitors Bureau. He has worked in executive positions in both convention sales and tourism sales. His experience includes international marketing, management of six representation offices, and management of five regional sales offices. Ehlers, who has been with the Convention Bureau since 1992, will continue as a special consultant through the first half of 2013. So this guy's a lot of experience with big sports events. I hope that means something yeah, for like, Anaheim. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know where they would do any of these things, but that'd be cool for me. Okay. Yeah. And Disney recently canceled a speech by an athlete that let everybody know she was actually an escort in addition to being an athlete. Multitasking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Disney canceled it. This is news. Let's be serious. Disney yeah, canceled. Right. <laughs> Have you heard our show? Yes. Oh, okay. Disney canceled an appearance by a three-time Olympian at an upcoming Disneyland event after she revealed that she had been living a double life as a prostitute. Susie Faber Hamilton, 44, a competitive runner who won seven U.S. titles, admitted recently that she was a prostitute after the Smoking Gun website posted a story revealing she had been working for a Las Vegas escort service. A day earlier, Disney issued a news release stating that Faber Hamilton was scheduled to speak at an August 2013 expo during the Disneyland Half Marathon weekend. <laughs> on Thursday, the news release on Disney's website no longer included Faber Hamilton's appearance. Nice timing. Bob Hitchcock, a spokesman for Run Disney, which runs the company's races, said Faber Hamilton is no longer scheduled for future Disney events. Faber Hamilton previously spoke at and led a dance... Now that's funny. Led a dance at an August meetup at Disneyland Half Marathon event. They should Anaheim. have. They should have known something was up when she was using a pole. Oh my no, gosh! No, that's different. She was an escort. Oh, sorry. I'm more thinking she had a dance and then was having you know, oh, like you know, like Tina Turner, private dancer. You know, that's what I was going for. You had to go raunchy or straight to the pole. She was a high class escort. You know, there was a true fact. Watching a, one of those, you know, random news sort of interview shows, they actually interviewed a Christian pole dancing class. Oh, jeez. And you know what? Pole dancers I've, for God, yes. I've made a lot of money with that little, uh, that little venture that I've, that I started. Yeah. Pole dancers for God. Okay. But it's interesting that this, the, the research in doing this article is referring to the Smoking Gun website. Yeah. I digress. The Smoking Gun website implied that Faber Hamilton continued to work as a prostitute using the name Kelly Lundy. <gasps> oh, no, just kidding. During her trip Kelly? to Anaheim. Oh, I know. Kate, I, I should just call her Kel Kel. But anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. So. The escort, sorry, I can't. Okay, I'm smiling, I gotta finish. Okay. The escort service where she worked posted on its Twitter account. <laughs> you were smiling that, then too. 
Yes. It's Twitter account that Kelly. I think he's enjoying this one too much. Yeah, him. Okay. Anyway. Just be glad Wayne's not here. I know. You realize my child just walked into my little studio well, here in the house. And I can do It's a good thing you have earphones on. Yes. Yeah, I know, exactly. The escort service where she worked posted on its Twitter account that Kelly would be available in Orange County during that weekend. That's what I'm saying. That's convenient. Whatever available means. On her personal account, Faber Hamilton, who is married and has a child, tweeted about her Disneyland Half Marathon experience that weekend. Had a fabulous time at Disneyland Half Marathon this weekend. Met so many fabulous people. I bet she did. Yeah. States a tweet on at Faber Hamilton on September 3rd. More recently, her tweets have taken a more somber tone. I do not expect people to understand, but the reasons for doing this made sense to me at the time and were very much related to depression, states Faber Hamilton. As crazy as I know it seems, I never thought I would be exposed, therefore never hurting anybody. Yes. Okay, wait. Never hurting anybody. Exposed? And she that's said the, exposed. That's the... That's the Disney dropped that like a... a <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, you know, it's kind of like they drop, when they dropped Paul Rubens like a hot potato after that movie theater incident. That's um, true. After he was dropping his own hot potato. Our clean rating is just going to go down the, down toilet. the toilet. Well, because I don't have, I, I know that Wayne's not on, so I know I, I don't, I, I don't feel. Mary Jo's on. I Come on. Stuff. Oh, she laughs. She's just embarrassed. Okay. Right, oh thank, you. thank you, Tony. Time for a rapid fire, Mary Jo. Well, my rapid fire is, uh, you know, that we're having the Disneyland uh, limited time magic offerings, and part of that is year of the ear. So each month, Disneyland is going to be offering different hats, mouse ears. Um, some of them are going to be funky. Some of them are um, couture headbands. Uh-huh. And there's going to be limited release design. So they're starting off in January. So keep an eye out for them. Excellent. My turn next. In March of 2013, Sophia I and Doc McStuffins will join Disney Junior Live on stage, replacing Handy Manny and Nancy's favorite, the Little Einsteins. Freaky big kid. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. God. (laughs) Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Jake and the Everlong Pirates will remain in the show. Um, no official closure dates have been announced, but looking at the calendar, I'm thinking January 28th-ish is when it will close, because it, it stopped appearing on the Times Guide around the 28th, so that's my best guess. Mm-hmm. And we will, of course, make subject Nancy to that and make her go, go see that and tell you all about it, because we ah. like that. Nancy, rapid fire? <laughs> Well, I have one related to something I did, uh, I, okay, yeah, I am. For a minute there, I thought I didn't have my mic turned back on. <laughs> <laughs> we hear Sorry, you, Nancy. The, girl, the girls puttered in for goodnight kisses. Aww. Uh, aww. Yeah, aww. And they had, cho- oh my god, Ian left them with chocolate, chocolate ice cream rings oh, all wow. around their mouths. Oh, it looked like a reverse, um, Al Jolson. Oh, you know, that's one of the Nancy moves that, at uh, WDWFO.com. Exactly. A reverse Al Jolson is one of the moves that uh, the uh, the runner turned escort used to. Play. I mean, that's what I've heard. I don't know that personally, but the reverse Al Jolson was kind of my. I mean, was kind of someone's thing I've heard. Thank you 
for comparing that with my small <laughs> cherubic children's faces coated with ice cream. Hey, I did. <laughs> Nancy okay. was just digging it deeper. <laughs> cherubic. Envision my small children and then feel the guilt in your head. I have no guilt. <laughs> I need ice cream. <laughs> so back to okay. So back to your rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you did have a rapid fire. Goobers, goobers, goobers. So, Ian and I took the girls to see Eurice today at Cirque du Soleil in Hollywood because we found out that it's actually ending its run for good on January 19th, which is interesting because they do still have a 10-year contract with that theater. Oops. So what happened? Um. <laughs> According to the LA Times, it's ticket sales. Uh, Ticket sales just weren't where they expected them to be. Although the theater seemed to be fairly full today. Um, But there's also a deal going on. Um, Cirque Club members got an email saying that there was a um, slash in ticket prices to $59 a seat for the $113 Oh, um, what's the first level of the orchestra? Balcony? Orchestra. Oh. No, the first level of the balcony is it begins with an M. Mezzanine. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sounds like. Sounds like. Two words. Well, three know, syllables. The 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 charades just doesn't work over mm, the whole Skype. Skype I could be, you know, smacking my smacking my two two words on <laughs> my hand. Okay, let's just not go there either. <laughs> I like smacking. When else wakes up for those comments? Yeah, I'm I've noticed attention. it is a cleaner show than it was originally. They had a lot more adult humor in the early. Oh, so they did make the some show. changes too. And they have, well, they've made changes all along. Okay. But, um, they're ending at the time they would normally go dark for the Oscars. Uh-huh. Just not coming back. So, uh, there's good sales at the, uh, Cirque du Soleil, um, souvenir shop. And they are also offering family tickets, a four pack of family tickets in that same first mezzanine off to the sides, which were fabulous seats, I might add, um, for, it comes out, I think it's four tickets for 200 comes that's out to $49 a oh ticket. So that's the special we went on today. So if you're around the month this month... Get them while you can. Yeah, catch it while you can. And they do have matinees during the week, which was something I hadn't realized. Um, usually 4 o'clock, and then on Sundays it's 3 o'clock. I have a question. I don't know if you know... Wasn't the whole reason, I felt like they, they built the theater. I mean, they really, uh, yeah, they, the word is, they met, they, millions, millions they sunk into that theater. For Eurice, so. For some, yeah. I think it was something like $4 million to, uh, dig the, to, to reset the stage, to, um, excavate below the stage so that they could put in the set raising and lowering equipment. Yeah, and now it's, wow. And now, I mean, I can't see them not bringing other shows in. But, you know, who knows? They could be bringing uh, traveling shows in. I think that would, I would, that, I think that would be cool. 
Because, I mean, oh, Cirque, okay. Cirque, it doesn't necessarily have to be Reese. Cirque has the contract, right? Yeah, Cirque has the contract. So, so do you think it was the motif of, I mean, the, with the show, the Erise, that just isn't a big draw? Too dark? With, I think that, well, it's a very sophisticated show. And not everybody... In Los I Angeles. Think, is, I was going to say, in Hollywood? <laughs> okay. They're playing with new techniques and new technologies. They, or I should say, they have played with new techniques and technologies in that show, um, doing slightly delayed motion capture and specifically um, other techniques involved with that. And I think that people aren't getting the tie-in that they're trying to do. Plus, it's always been kind of hard to understand with the way the first few acts are designed where they're starting you in the history of the movies. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's awkward. What do you think about the idea of I, this is you know, someone who goes to Vegas and someone who sees all those Vegas commercials and knowing that Southern California is where Vegas at, um, does all their um, advertising to? Of I don't and I don't even know if this is possible. You would know with the way Cirque works and everything of having the ones that are there start traveling to... The Vegas okay, you're gonna have ones a sh- are, are specific. Are they, the Vegas ones they, are specifically designed so they can't but there, travel. But there are other traveling shows, right? Yes. That's true. Like, didn't the Michael Jackson one... Well, yeah, work? and I can see doing the Beatles one, the Michael Jackson one. Um, you know, certainly they have a ton of other traveling shows as well. So and there's a few new ones of those. So who knows? I mean, they may they may change you know just change it out every here and there. I can see that being an expensive proposition. So I don't know. Okay. I time will tell. Time will tell, and you know I will be keeping my eye on that one because I think Cirque is cool. They are not scary French clowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Nancy, Tony. Disneyland, or Run Disney, has added to the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend a 10K. And that's going, you can also receive a medal called the Dumbo Double Dare, which now I'm kind of considering because you know I like my recognition medals. You like your special Um, medals. I like my special medals. Um, the Dumbo Dare. earned those. They mean more. Yeah, they mean, well, yeah. We can walk it, Mary Jo. We can walk it. The, The Dumbo Double Dare by running in the 10K on Saturday and the Half Marathon on Sunday. Now, where I'm a little, what I would have thought would be kind of cool, because a 10K, if you're going to run in the half marathon next day, I'm like, hey, you know, you kind of just jog it to finish it so you get the cool medal. But I saw on their website that the the uh, the Disneyland 10K, it's the first time that they've had a 10K out here, starts mm-hmm. at 6:15, and I was concerned about the family fun run. The family fun run starts at 5:30, so you can't do all three. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that you can't, but it looks like based on time, I don't know yeah. if you'd be able to do the family fun run, then do the Dumbo Double Door. Double Door. Sorry, I'm thinking of Harry Potter. What's the the double Dumbledore? Yeah, thank Dumbledore, you. Yeah. The Dumbo yeah. Door. Yeah, the Dumbo <laughs> up there. Um, the, the Is that like the pew um, exit for Dumbo? Yeah. yeah. The Dumbo yeah. Double Dare and the family fun run. Dumbo Double Dare. Isn't that what they just opened a new fantasy land at? I know this Magic Kingdom. Um, so yeah, first 10K, they're gonna you're gonna run through both parks, and you can get the special Dumbo Double Dare medal. That's the that's the the Labor Day weekend, right? Right. Yes, the Labor Day weekend Disneyland half marathon. So I'm thinking of uh, 
doing it just because it would give this would be the race where I could just actually take all the pictures. So cool. Then do the real then the other one the next day. So um adults, teens and tweens are invited to join the fun. That's the family five K, excuse me. The ten K is you follow the path of the white rabbit. Oh, Oh my As God. he tries to catch up with Alice and the Mad Hatter when the inaugural Disneyland 10K course picks up where the 5K course leaves off. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It will take you into Cars Land and through Disneyland Park and continuing on to the streets of Anaheim. So I'm interested just about the the course now. Uh-huh. But it's very themed. You have a purpose. So, um... <laughs> Oh, and if you do the 10, it doesn't say how much it is just for the... I was the, looking at the pricing, and, and it looked like it's extra. It, I, it's got to be extra because it says 10K race participants receive the short sleeve tech shirt, which is like a wicking shirt, which is expensive. So that's what you get for being in the half marathon. So they're not giving you, they're giving you a good shirt, a finisher medal... Um, a gift bag. So I'm curious. I'm trying to find. No, but uh, it looked like if you added the half marathon and the 10k together, it was like an extra 10 bucks to do the double dare. Okay. Hmm. Oh wait. So you're basically paying for the extra medal. Yeah, you're paying it's for not the extra medal. You, you, you do both. You get automatic. You automatically no, get you, it. Like you, you, you have to register for specifically for the double dare. Well, because when you do the half the uh, coast to coast, they give you the medal for free. It's yeah. not any extra. Yeah. Price. So they give this to their hearts. Yeah, I know. So, anyways, I might do it because it's just cool. Double, double there. Which means I would actually have to get off my butt and start running because I haven't ran since that half marathon. So, oops. Ooh. What do you mean? Ooh. What were you guys all of a sudden? You're my run. Confession is good for the soul. Okay, you've given me <laughs> you give me more crap about the running than me hanging out with escorts. I mean, I like it. But. Okay, so there you go. There's the rapid fire. All right, the thank dump, you, Tony. New 10K. <laughs> Time for the thread of the week. Week, week, week. Mary Jo. Week, week, week. This week's thread of the week is one um, that was put out by Styled Sugar, and this dizzer asks, kids venturing by themselves. How old were your kids before you allowed them to wander Disneyland by themselves? My daughter is 14, and my son is 9, almost 10. They have done other parks or midways closer to home by themselves, but Disneyland is so much larger. They are insisting that we allow them to go off on their own and that they'll be fine. I'm just overreacting, etc., etc., etc. Of course, they're promising me everything. We'll stick together. We'll check in every 30 minutes. We'll be on time for reservation. We won't go by ourselves the whole time in reaction to my comment that we are on a family vacation. You know, the usual for kids that age. What do you all think? And what was the consensus? Well, basically, the consensus was kind of all over the place. There's parents who don't even think about letting their kids go off by themselves Uh at that age. And there's others who let their kids go on an attraction or or two by themselves, but then they have to check in consistently to the parents who let their kids go for an hour or so, and they check in. And the reason why this one um, caught my eye is because I, as a single mom, um, there were times... and taking my kids they we've been going to disneyland since they were younger and there were times that they wanted they felt more independent they wanted to go to the parks and at i think 11 my daughter was going to the park with her good friend and they were doing a lot of attractions by themselves and i would be there in the park but i wouldn't be with them 
Um, that could be because I'm familiar with the park. And I'm just wondering, what, what would you, Tom, if, if, do Tom, if Wesley and, and, and you, Tony, if Wesley and Andrew both told you that they wanted to go off by themselves, do you think that you would let them or would you, what would I, you do? It's hard. I mean, we, we let them go on rides by themselves. Even Wes by himself, just him alone, we would let him go wait in line or use the single rider line. If we wanted to go on California Scream or something like that, he'd go on the single rider line. We'd go wait by the exit. And, you know, he's, but he's so, he's so familiar with Disneyland that he, you know, he would know what to do if he got lost or, you know, whatever, who to, who to talk to. And he's not afraid to talk to a cast member or anything like that. He'd just go right up to him and talk to him. Um, and even, even at Disney World, we've done that where we, we, we all rode, uh, Expedition Everest, and he wanted to ride again. It's like, okay, head to the single rider line. We'll wait for you in the gift shop. And so that I don't have a problem with. But sending him off for an extended period of time, I don't think he's ready for yet. But yeah, he's, I would... he's eight right now, right? He's yeah, nine. he's nine. Well, you know, what's interesting? sorry, that's all right. It's, no, I don't that, think. That was... um, Go ahead. Tom. How old are the How old were the kids? Fourteen and fourteen and nine. So the nine-year-old would be with the fourteen-year-old. Uh, you know what? With two of them, I think, now, if they have cell phones, the beauty of the cell phone is yeah. you can say, "Hey, what? You have to text me every, whatever." I know at our school carnival, and we have a huge for. Well, of course, nobody knows because nobody knows my little school's carnival. But it's actually not little; it's huge, and they have like you know Pat Benatar perform and um. Ice plug. There was people one year. No, the point is, it's huge. It's it's gigantic, and I'm working in a booth the whole time, and the rule is you have to come and check in. I would feel more comfortable at Disney. I'm more comfortable with him doing it at Disneyland than I would be here. Yep. Where you have people that have been drinking to go see a free concert, and, and it's packed beyond. I mean, you can't move at, at night and stuff, So and then you've got carnies in the back. Like, I mean, now I'm thinking about it. I'm a, hor- okay, I'm a horrible parent. Though. It is. Well, um, anyways, um. But, um, and that's just carnies in the back because we just, I just like hanging out with carnies. Anyways, um, but, um, no. They're good I people. Think they're good people. Yeah, they're wrong. I think I, I mentioned this on the podcast a few years ago that when Andrew referred to them as cast members, I, <laughs> I said, that's how you know your kid's a Disney kid when he refers to the carny reading the magazine in the middle of the Tilt a Whirl as a cast member. But, um, anyways, um, I, that's a tough, I think because they're together, I'd be more willing to let it happen, but I would, I, there's two issues. There's the safety issue, where I wouldn't feel unsafe with a 14 and a 9 year old. You have a 14 year old if they have a cell phone, and you have meetup times, and it's okay if you don't text me at this time, you're done. Or you know, before you go on a ride, if you're going to miss the texting time, you say, hey, I'm on the ride right now, whatever, we'll meet you. That's the one issue. So in terms of the sick guy, I wouldn't have a problem because there's a 14 year old there. But if it's a family vacation, it's a family vacation. I think those are two separate issues. Like that's, I'd feel fine. I'd feel fine with them being safe. But I, if I agree, if I agree that this was a family vacation, I would say no. This is a family vacation. I can understand too if there was like the fourteen. I'm more on that side, the family vacation side. If there's the, let's say the fourteen year old with a sixteen year old. Well, okay. But the nine year old, that's the family vacation. Fourteen year olds testing the waters on not being in the family vacation, but you can't have the nine year old leave the family vacation. The 14-year-old maybe, but I, I think, it, like I said, I think it's two different issues. In terms of safety, as long as they have a cell phone and it wasn't for the entire day, I'd be okay with it. But um, 
and the personality of the kids. But um, for family vacation, it is a family vacation. I think that has. I think personality of the kids has a lot to do with it too. My, as you re, you may re- remember that a couple of months ago, I took my nephews to to Disneyland and California Adventure. One's twelve and one's ten. Sending them to the Matterhorn, they were very uncomfortable. I had them go ahead of me so I could take a picture. It was Veterans Day, and they did not. One, the older one did not like going to the Matterhorn by himself because they're not used to it. I think it's also how you bring up their kids. They're used to their mom and dad. They're a very close-knit family. They do everything with their parents. Whereas my kids were more independent, so they would do things and not think anything about it. But I also think about these school groups where kids go and there's preteens that go in groups by them without a chaperone. You know, they probably have to meet at a certain time. But they're running around the parks without adults with them. And maybe we're talking maybe 12-year-olds, right? 12, 13. Right. Usually the younger kids have, have adults with them. So there were, there were some people, some dizzers who, um, wouldn't think about letting their 13 year olds go off. But I see your point too, Tony, that it's a family vacation and with that, family's more important than, than maybe the kids, uh, proving their independence at that time. One thing I wouldn't do is what my wife did and she doesn't listen to the podcast so I can tell the story. <laughs> she was sitting at, um, Plaza Inn, waiting for the fireworks, and around 9.15, she sends Wesley for popcorn. At 9 p.m.? 9.15. 9.15? He didn't make it back <laughs> before the lights went out. <laughs> Actually, no, it was It was like, no, it was like, I think I think he did, by just by a couple minutes, but she was so panicky. Because, you know, he was, it, I'm sure it was a huge line, the hub was packed, and, you know. So anyway, don't. Speaking of family vacations, we we had this discussion in the car today about. Actually, it wasn't a discussion. He was ordering us, saying, "You are going to give me sign-out privileges on the Wonder when we go on vacation <laughs> next summer, right?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, yeah. You, it's it's smaller than Disneyland. You know your way around. Um, it's Disney. You're safe. Yeah, and and and, this, and, he's, th- and he's growing up. And he's growing up. And this is where family vacation comes in. The other way, this is his vacation too. We don't have to spend every minute together. He can do what he wants to do because it's he's part of the family, and it's. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah. Try. By the way, if anybody wants to join us, we're going on July 29th on the Wonder in Alaska. Um, How fun! Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We've this is our second time, so. Are you um, going on the um? Is do you know if they're doing the inside or the outside track? I I should be the same as a couple of years ago, because it's going out of Vancouver. Oh my gosh, that's so, gonna be a fantastic trip. Yeah, if you're interested in going, email me and I'll give you the details. Okay. Hook you up, hook you up with my travel agent at Dreams Unlimited Travel. We do have a financial relationship with them. I'm sorry, finish Excuse up, Mary me. Jo. Yeah. I'll buy you a drink. Oh, did I just say that? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, up on up on deck nine, right? Deck at, nine. The, uh, yeah. at the uh Yeah, I'll buy mountain. you a soda. <laughs> what about what about you, Nancy? What are your feelings? Well you know, my girls are you're still not, young. You're not there yet, are you? We're not there yet. But 
you know, we're starting to to let them feel like they have a little more independence here and there and letting them, you know, make those longer things. And sometimes I, I feel like, am I a bad mom for doing this? You know, when I see a lot of other moms freaking out these days. But then, you know, you think about how your parents raised you and the things you were allowed to do. You know, we were able to get on our bikes and go bike yeah. riding by yeah. ourselves. You know, all the things, my husband says this all the time, you know, exploring the woods and the creek behind his house. You know, that kind of thing. So, nowadays, people are just so gosh freaking paranoid. Right. And Disney is much safer. See, the problem is, is we're getting, we spend so much time at Disney, we're, we're letting him do those things, and then today we're at the basketball game, and he needs to go to the restroom, so we send him out to the restroom. He gets to the top of the stairs, and there's a power outage in the arena. And he's oh. stuck up there in the dark until the emergency lights come on. But, you know, those things happen. And you said you wouldn't let, you know, and you said Christy was a bad mom. I know. No, she's the one that told him, go ahead and go. I'm like, okay. And I, and I went along with it because I didn't want to climb all the stairs. I know. Bad but you know what? Bad parent. There are certain things, like, I would still go with them to the, you know, I, if it's a restaurant and I can see the path to the bathroom, I'll let her, I'll yeah. let her go ahead and yeah. do it and have that freedom as long as I can watch her. Yep. And even for things that are farther distances, as long as I've got a straight path, it's not that bad. Yeah. But, I think that, you know, I was babysitter at 12. Our generation, right. we babysat at 12. And I think 12 is a, perfectly good age for certain kinds of responsibility and i can see you know for short periods of time but yeah i mean i i totally get tony's point about you know the school carnivals and stuff there are times when we're out in public and i just you know i just don't like the feel of the situation or you know what's around or if if there's too much crowd too much bustle and i can't you know, I can feel that she could get lost in that. Then, you know, maybe not so much. I definitely still would never take them to New Year's to Disneyland on New Year's Eve. Oh God, no! You know, maybe that, too. We're thinking, what if we thought? Let's think of it a little bit differently. And what if it's okay? You're not going to do it the whole time because it's a family vacation, right? But I'm going to take advantage of this. We're going to go to Steakhouse 55 and let you guys do what it like. No, 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 no. Steakhouse 55s. No way. What? Too far? Oh, too far. Too far. Why? I don't know. I don't know. If you would have said now, Blue Bayou, I would have said you're crazy for going there, but I would have come No, you're the one that, that lets your kid go out to go at golf when you know there's going to be a blackout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I know. I see. I say if they're four, because the 14 year old. That's true. If there's a 14 and a 9 and say, yeah. we're going to go, okay, fine. We're going to go to Blue. No, I wouldn't need a Blue. I used to, but <laughs> we're going to go to Carthay Circle, to Carthay Circle Restaurant. Okay, well, here's you, another you, way to look at this, too. When they're that age, they're latchkey kids. The whole, you know, most of the program, most of junior highs and stuff don't have after school, yeah. you know, aftercare, yeah. you know, watch your kid programs like elementary schools do. So, you know, there's no after-school child care anymore at that age. So, you know, you're talking, you're talking to over 12 there. 
So it depends on your kid and their personality, because I think in some ways yes. where I've seen West and Andrew hang out together, as as outgoing as Andrew is, when he gets around, he sometimes it takes a while for him to turn into the outgoing Andrew. And when he's in a big crowd, he'll all of a sudden like freeze up. Sorry if he's listening, which I know he's not. Um, where West is like, hey, what's up, dude, to any cast member. Yeah. Where yeah. Andrew's not like that. I think I, I told a story on, on the, the live recording that West got freaked out on the on the podcast cruise and went went down to the checked himself out of the of the program went to our room we weren't there and so he just went and found a cast member cast member called me you know, it's like he's he knows what to do when things like that happen well and i think that's I, a big part his, of it and his Educate personality is is more i'd be more willing to let someone let him do it than Andrew, and Andrew's a little bit older just because of some of his... Hey, Wes will take very, care of him. <laughs> well, yeah. No, Andrew doesn't need to be taken care of, but I'm, I'm just saying he's going to be yeah. more shy around, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. Or Wes will be like, okay, well, hey, you, what's going on? Yeah. And I think that that, again, goes back to the personality of your kids. And again, I hate to say this, as great as the people on the disboards might give you advice, or as us, you know your kids better than yeah. than everybody else, and Everybody, mm-hmm. you know your kids, and yep. you know what you'd feel comfortable with. And just because someone online, sa- just because someone online says yes, doesn't mean that they're. Just because they it's on the Discord doesn't mean it's true. No, it's everybody's got an opinion, yeah. and you're, but you're ultimately the parent of that. If this person's listening, and you'll whatever you could, everybody could say do it, and then you'd feel so uncomfortable and ruin your vacation. Then it's not worth it. You know your kids better than than everybody else. There we go. All right. Excellent. Thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. 